Welcome to In Poor Taste for yet another episode. I'm Sean Kendall, and Eric Driscoll is across from me, staring lovingly into my eyes. He's staring uh, what appears to be emotionless, mm-hmm. uh, soulless, Yep. and I don't know, it kind of stinks of pity in here. Yeah, it's my eyes have been described as the dead eyes of a teddy bear. <laughs> so that, that don't move around. They're not like the... The just the Google flat eyes. black ones. They're yeah. not like the googly eyes. I almost mm. got sued there. Oh yeah, yeah. I no. forgot the oogly at the end. Uh, <sighs> a little caffeine. Caffeine. Caffeine in the morning. Caffeine in the evening. Would you put coffee in a cup? You could drink it any time. That's right. This is our new invention, folks. Coffee in a cup. I think that lady up the street uh, a couple minutes ago had too much coffee. Yeah, uh, that lady must have been out of her fucking rocker. I, I'd assume it's a lady because there was an old man in there, and maybe that's a heteronormative um, view of things. We couldn't really get a, a good visual on the, the driver. No, we did see some arms, though. But um, we were preparing to start this podcast. We were literally like seconds away from hitting record, and we just hear this loud smashing, grinding bang. Like a crunch, too. A like crunch. A smash, with- a crunch, a bang. With a little bit of glass sprinkled in. Yeah, little sprinklings of glass. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that's a good description of it. And I was totally prepared for what I assumed would have been... Because uh, years ago, my car was hit out in front of your apartment. Yeah. And uh, this is my old car. Mm-hmm. And they took off, and I never got anything out of it. Um, but now, we go out there. I'm thinking it's a car accident. No. This lady parked her fucking van into the side of a house. Yeah. She parked it right into the side of the house. And uh, they, they were going backwards on a one-way street, apparently. I'm not sure how she got into the house. but Facing the wrong direction on a one-way mm-hmm. street, going backwards, and then they must have cut the... I have no idea how they possibly did this, but they must have cut the wheel and into the fucking house, and they embedded themselves a good foot into the wall. Yeah, my theory is that she was actually trying like a three point turn, but she's from the down South, the deep South. And she, she's a Dale Earnhardt fan. So she tried a, a quick three point maneuver mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, ended up in the house. Yeah. And folks, let this be a lesson to you. If you want to turn around, just gun it backwards as fast as you can and throw on the e-brake. Yeah. That's just how a quick spin around. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it in grand theft auto. It's the most efficient. <laughs> And it's clearly the best way to do it if That's, I do it in a video game. Yeah. If you can do it in a video game, you can do it in real life. And yeah, and that's that's our takeaway home point. Uh, take home away point. So right? I just I just peeked out the window and um, the passenger is out of the window. Out of the window? Out of the, out window. the window? Out, yes. I told you, they're NASCAR fans. They, yeah. You don't open the you car door. door. You get out through the, That's right. the window. All right. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Uh, so the driver's still in there. And I'm assuming the police are on their way because she's in the fucking house. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a good way to start the podcast. Um, yeah, just that crunch was it was mm-hmm. a sickening crunch. Yeah. I, I got scared personally because there is some work going on behind my house with right. large machinery. That, that was the... My car is parked over by where they go in and out of that area. And I was afraid that I was going to go out and have a fucking bulldozer halfway through my car. I think a bulldozer would be all the way through your car. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, would be, there would, yeah. It, it would have my car. It would have touched my car. My car would have exploded. Yeah. Uh, also, I parked down there too, so that was kind of a concern of mine too. Mm-hmm. And had it was kind of a 
PTSD moment when, you know, cause of my car was hit up here a few years ago. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking, Oh no, is it, it could be my car, but it's just, you know, it's just a house, you know? Yeah. It was just a house. <laughs> we actually took photos of it. So when this episode's air, airs we can uh yeah i'll leave a i'll leave a nice picture up there on the mm-hmm. uh on the episode recap all right so yeah um folks be careful out there stop driving like fucking crazy people can we please yeah. have your eyes checked every year mm-hmm. have your ass and, checked once a month and uh have your three-point turn checked mm-hmm. every five years mm-hmm. yeah you need a three-point inspection <laughs> it's a new pennsylvania law you yeah. have to, not only do you have to get emissions Mm-hmm. And your visual inspection, That's you right. have to get a three-point turn inspection. That's right. And if you can't make a three-point turn, you probably shouldn't be driving, no. folks. Uh-uh. It's like, can you let someone else please do the driving? Uh, I hope this person hangs their license up for the rest of their life. Let's, yeah, let's just, <laughs> can you retire now? Yeah. Sell the car. What it's worth is probably not much now because no. the, the rear quarter panel is just destroyed. I think it was leaking gas because I saw some guy putting his finger on the, the cement and then sniffing it. That could be the case, or it could be that guy's really weird and just loves the smell of cement. Or maybe he found a piece of gum. Yeah, and he, he ate just, it. Yeah, he picked it up and ate it. Yeah, folks, in this economy, who wouldn't just pick up <laughs> some used gum? Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama, you fuck. <laughs> uh, next week's guest, Obama. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be on the show. <laughs> uh, I want to make it perfectly clear that... Uh, okay, this week he's we on. Need- we need to get all the gum off the streets. Uh, if if if, it, if that's what it takes, you've got to pick it up and put it in your mouth and chew it. Sorry, my that, my bomb impersonation that, could use some that, work. That's the uh, American way, and um, um, that's how we're gonna do it. All right. Uh, that's you, too bad, Obama. Uh, get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Would I wonder s- if anyone's t- ever told the president, "Get the fuck out of here." Oh, yeah, I'm sure the entire um, Republican half. Literally 10 <laughs> minutes later, a drone comes flying up to the window and just a fucking missile through the window. Oh, well, it's not unheard of. It's been happening. Did you hear about that? There was a tragedy today. Uh, a, a, a rogue drone uh, shot a missile through a window uh, right after somebody told me to get the fuck out. And I'm not entirely sure how that happened, but we are going to look into it. Uh, fuck the Republicans. <laughs> There was a couple months ago that a guy crashed his gyrocopter on the White House lawn. Did you hear about that? I did hear about this. Yeah. And then, and then, like the next week, someone flew a drone over into it. Like, it, so it could happen, I guess. So, I is know. there a difference between a gyro gyrocopter and a drone? Yes, because the gyrocopter is manned. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. okay. It's. I mean, they're pretty similar, and I guess in flight and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't realize. Okay, so this was a guy in a gyrocopter yeah, yeah. wrecked into the lawn. See, when I heard gyrocopter, I just assumed it was like one of those four, basically a drone with the four the four oh, uh, little oh. blades. Holding, I don't know why I thought that. Holding a uh, lamb gyro mm-hmm. ready to drop into your yeah. mouth. Yeah, gyrocopters. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Delicious. The, the most delicious of the copters. Uh, I think Peppy should get on that. Yeah, we should call Drew and tell him. Mm, our friend Drew... Who's a sandwich mm-hmm. artist. Who will never hear this episode. No. He refuses we, to listen to We podcasts. refuse to even let him listen to it, so. Well, that's not entirely true. <laughs> we can't, can't really stop him from doing so. Although, he'll stop himself, so we don't need to. Mm-hmm. We'll just it's rub perfect. lemon butter on his, ear, his uh, 
earbuds, so mm-hmm. never never stick them in his ears. Does he have earbuds? I don't even know. I don't, I don't think he does because he refuses to listen to anything. He's very he <clears throat> he constantly says he's very visual. Mm. Like everybody that can see is visual, dude. Like <laughs> you're not saying something new. <laughs> That's you're not different from anybody else. You have eyeballs. You're a visual person. You have balls eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, with all these cars crashing into houses and you know the president shooting shooting missiles off of drones and everything it's getting dangerous out there it is it's a drony drone world yeah it is it is indeed oh it's fucked up uh what else is going on well um yesterday we took we took our uh nephew to the children's museum of pittsburgh yeah and that was pretty fun actually you know what? I think I was there as a child, and I I believe I have very '80s ass pictures of me and my brother running around in there. Actually, mm-hmm. I I can imagine that. You guys had like uh, those Ray Ban sunglasses with the the chameleon uh, shape, ah, chameleon it. lenses. Ah, oh, damn it! This isn't Eric at all. This is a bot trying to sell Ray Ban sunglasses on our <laughs> podcast. God damn it! I really need to get our bot checked. A clone security. octopus bot. We really need to fix this fucking bot security. I don't know why I'm telling you a bot. Who's pretending to be Eric? Would I run away with my bot tail between my legs? I didn't when, know bots had tails. This one does. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So, uh, what what all is there? Is there? I mean, I haven't been there since I was like three or four. So, well, what's new? <clears throat> what should I expect when I go there by myself and just stare at kids playing? <laughs> well, you're going to be playing too. I would yeah. Imagine. True. Well, when you first walk in, there's this. Uh, what I could only describe as a a child ant farm. Interesting. Yes. You know how like you get an ant farm and you have the sand and everything and they start to burrow it out and mm-hmm. it's like different crawl spaces and stuff like yeah. that. It's basically like that. The Do kids, the kids burrow it? Well, no. They go in and there's different levels that uh, they, they can climb up. And it so go, it's prefabricated. Yeah. It's not, it okay. goes up like 30 feet though and, and you can see oh, wow. through the side, but they can't like climb out the side. Well, that's good. Yeah. But <laughs> it's 30 feet tall and they can climb out the side. Yeah. Bad things can happen, I think. And... So they can like go up, then go down, and they, it's just kind of like mm-hmm. a cutaway of mm-hmm. a child's ant farm. Yeah, no, I can picture it. That, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. They're, although kids in an ant farm are considerably less productive. Yeah, that's true, and but a lot more sticky. Uh, I would say it's a toss-up. Ants love getting into some sugar. I guess they do love sugar, don't they? Yeah, they're all. I over remember it. one time I left a Pepsi can down on like our porch swing or mm-hmm. something in, in the summer. I came back like an hour later and just got a mouthful of ants. You Because you drank it? Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't like check. And it was just like, I remember biting down and they're sour. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're lemony. Really, yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, Why did you chew the objects that were in your Coke? I don't know. I was a child. I was living on the edge. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is a new feature. Yes. Uh, but it was terrible. I was oh, just, squirming, so, squirming solid objects in my Coke. Let's <laughs> chew. I guess ants really do love sugar because if they are willing just to drown themselves in Pepsi, yeah, then yeah, I, I think they do love sugar. So, no, this thing is pretty cool. I, I did like that uh, the children ant farm, mm-hmm. um, children of the corn ant farm, children of the ant farm. Yeah, corn. but I I was laughing at how many children actually get stuck in it, not like physically stuck, but they can't figure out how they got up there. Mm-hmm. So they're like 30 feet up and their dad's like <laughs> looking at his watch like, come on, we only got another hour. H- hurry up. And they're like, oh, dad, 
head. I, uh, I don't know how to get down get here. Get down here, you little piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of that going on. I don't know, a lot of angry fathers. But, no, so these the, the, the fathers or the mothers had to, like, work with the child. Mm-hmm. I guess it maybe it was intentional. Yeah. I don't know. But they have to work with the child to get them down the uh, ant farm and then out the, the bottom of it. So that was pretty cool. And then, the, and then they had another workshop. Before we move on, I've been thinking about something. Okay, go ahead. Uh, if we're going to turn kids into ants, and your little story brought this to mind, imagine a, a giant Pepsi can for kids to go and splash around in Pepsi in, and then it could be children of the high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Sorry. That was bouncing oh, around man. my head there. No, that's good. I'm glad you paused me for that. <laughs> uh that was that co- was so many levels. It's a confluence of ideas. Mm-hmm. The confluence. It's a confluence of ideas down there at the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it down the fountain. So I'm not good at it. But, <laughs> um. So yeah, the the there was this workshop, uh, and it was kind of a, an electrical workshop. Well, nothing dangerous. It's not like they were having the children install, um, like while wires and panels and stuff like. You know, putting in a, a breaker box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, get although, to work. Although, again, like, let's talk about getting kids to be a little more productive. Folks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. It's about time your three-year-old gets off his ass and gets a job. That's right. And the only way to learn is to get electrocuted a few times. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, just like me. I know I'm normal. Yeah, yeah. Eric's perfectly normal, folks. <laughs> uh, Listener, listen. Eric can't hear me right now, but... He's not normal. Don't let your kids get electrocuted. He's all fucked up. Sean, what'd you say over there? Oh, nothing, Eric. Oh. I was go, scratching. go ahead with your story. I was scratching my ass, and I just thought I heard you say something. Yeah, Eric always so. Eric always turns away and walks away 10 feet before scratching his ass. Yeah. And well, plugs his ears with both hands, so I don't know how he scratches his ass. He uses his foot. No, I use the doorknob. Oh, gross. Yeah, see ya. Watch. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah, they, you did it. Oh. Get it in there, and you just. Yep, there you go. Okay. So that's how you do it. But anyway, um, you might want to lice all that doorknob later. That is gross, dude. Makes me feel good. I think I'm gonna have to replace the doorknob at this point. Actually, I'm just gonna get a whole <laughs> yeah. new one. Okay. Well, maybe that's the next workshop. You have the child replacing doorknobs. That's right. Let's get some three-year-olds in here quick. <laughs> and. That's, that's speaking of thrills. Let's get them over there to fix that goddamn house. Oh yeah, yeah. Be productive, and that's the second or th- no, that's the third workshop. It's not how to be a contractor. It's how to be a, a terrible landlord. <laughs> <laughs> how to be a slumlord. Yes. In three easy steps. Um, the first step is don't do anything. The second and third steps are whatever you want. <laughs> ignore, because... ignore, ignore. <laughs> that's right. That's so it's four steps then. Okay. I'm sorry. There's an extra step in there. This is one more. Ignore. So we're jumping ahead here to the third workshop. But the second one was kind of like, it was pretty cool. They showed them how to make switches and stuff. And like, they mm-hmm. had like Christmas lights and you could hook one block that had a battery pack into it. And you just hook these like magnetic wire strips to each other. And then to the light and it, you could sh- teach the kid how to create some kind of electric switch. Or they, cool could, hell, or they could turn on a, a motor and it would spin this image. Dude, was I was cool. joking earlier about going down there and playing, but now I'm fucking fully there. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, no, I was having a blast. That's like, awesome. We were there for four hours and it felt like maybe an hour. Wow. And then 
uh, we did another workshop, which was um, like basically construction. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these shapes, and there was a, a, base, a skeleton where you would not not like a human skeleton, but like a, a skeletal structure, okay. and then you could p- put pieces of board to it with uh, nuts and bolts. And so we played with that for a while. We made a cool little structure, and yeah, so we were having a good time. And then after we did, we we built the little building thing. Uh, we moved on to what I could only be described as the gra- gravity room. Okay, and what does that mean? Anti gravity or gravity? More gravity? No, it ex- Extra basically because uh, all rooms have gravity in America. I just want to make sure that's clear. To the listener. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, all the three-year-olds Fuck. did. I was getting taught by the three-year-olds. You're like, what? In the Shit. gravity room. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't curse at the children's museum, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is the matter with you? Uh, and kids who are listening now, definitely check out the children's museum. Tell your mom and dad. Um, first, tell them uh, we should go to the children's museum. And then tell them, why the fuck are you letting me listen to this terrible podcast? Mm-hmm. You're horrible parents. I should probably be taken away. And this is a kid. I'm quoting the kid. I should be put into a children's home and just removed from, from this parental guidance because it's, it's bad. Yeah. End quote. Okay. And after that public service announcement, mm-hmm. uh, I will continue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the gravity room, which was pretty cool, they had, uh, I mean, I lost, I got lost in the gravity room, really, because there was so much gravity. Yeah, um, what, I don't know what this means. Please explain what a gravity room is. So basically they had... Different stations, which explained different types of gravity. Okay, I and, only and, know of one, but go ahead. Well, I mean, different scenarios of gravity. Like there was one where you take all these rubber balls and you put them to the top of uh, their poles and they lock in, and then you hit this button and they all drop down at different times and it's just like and they like do waves of bouncing. Hmm. So it kind of explains like energy, like potential energy, kinetic energy, that uh, okay. that type of stuff. And then there was another one where Newton's you, first law, would you say? The law of conservation of energy and matter? Yeah, there you go. Um, and th- again, folks, this, that, this podcast is the most edutainmental podcast. I hope you're taking notes. Yeah, write that will, word down. There too. will be a quiz at the end of the pod. Yeah, and, and by the end of the pod, you should be able to spell the word edutainmental. <laughs> I'm going to get it at the end. So, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Uh, so then there was one that was, I got fascinated with, and it was basically like a Rube Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. That's uh Rube Goldberg's uh, second cousin mm-hmm. twice removed. Yes. So Rube Goldberg machine. Mm-hmm. And the, you, which are my favorite, by the <laughs> way, I fucking love Rube Goldberg. Goldberg. Machines. Uh, so yeah, th- this one you throw a, um, uh, RG, let's just shorten it to RGB. Okay. RGBs. So you, you throw a ball into this RGB and then you crank this hand crank and it goes all the way up to the ceiling and then it gets kicked out and it's on these cables and, the, and it ro- rolls down and falls into this thing uh-huh. and then it can pick three ways to go. And then it goes down one and it releces a paratrooper. Like a, oh, nice. Like, you know those ones we used to drop off I, your, your I'm deck? I'm envisioning when, them, yes, right yes. now. The, the plastic yeah, little soldier would, on the bottom. and the, Yeah, and they would come sailing down mm, and everything. And those then, things are great. And then, uh, then if, you hit, if you got the other way, 
that one, uh, what the heck, it like spun some kind of wheel as it went by. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was just staring up at this thing. And I think, well, I got lost because the group moved on without me. Because I, I spent so much time in the gravity room because it, it's so hard to move when there's so much <laughs> gravity. <laughs> You're just crawling on your elbows and knees. And yeah. then there's kids walking by like, what's wrong with him, mommy? Like, he's insane, honey. Don't look at him. <laughs> He had a little too much gravity like, last night. Like, the gravity of the situation. And these kids are just pointing and laughing at this point. Uh, uh, real quick, too. Um, <laughs> there, I saw recently uh, kids making Rube Goldberg contraptions, and I was so friggin' jealous. It's like uh-huh. high school students making these crazy Rube Goldberg mach- machines, and like... I never got to do that in high school. The coolest thing that I got to do was in our uh, introduction to physical science class, we had, we were given a certain amount of materials to build a building that had to be earthquake proof. And so Mm. it was like Mm -hmm. styrofoam blocks and pins, like safety pin, not safety pins, but like, like pins with the knobs on the end. Like pins. On safety pins. Yeah, the just pins, I guess you'd call uh, yeah. them. Yeah, push pins, I think they're called. No, no, not push pins, the long ones with the knob, the round oh, knobs. Like uh, a legitimate pin. Yeah, that's just like a, I it's think a it's called like a holding pin or something like that. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Um, And then they give you some string and they give you, I think, a certain amount of tape. And it, there was just, you were only given, everyone was given the same amount of materials, right? Mm-hmm. And so you had to build this building and then... We took them to the Carnate. We took them to the Carnary Science Center. <laughs> the coronary. Took them to the coronary. Took them down to the cannery. Cannery Bay. Took them down to the Carnegie Science Center, and they had this little, uh, like two foot by two foot earthquake table that would li- li- oh. that would like you could turn it to different size earthquakes. So it's like, oh, this is a two point <laughs> on a Richter scale, and it's just like this real slow rocking. That thing would second. be cool to fuck on. It was probably not big enough to fuck on, Eric. Oh, okay. But, um, so... If you made a bigger one, do you think it'd be cool to fuck on? Eric, what what troubles me is that you're imagining this two-foot-by-two-foot two uh, earthquake table with a bunch of kids standing around <laughs> it, and you're imagining fucking someone on this table. That's that's concerning. We'll get the kids out of the room. So you put your... You put your, uh, your, your your supposedly earthquake proof building onto this table. And then they would slowly crank it up, slowly crank it up to see how big of an earthquake. Was there crowd noise pumped in? (laughs) Yeah, I wish (laughs) Um, to see how big of an earthquake your building could withstand. Uh, Who's this? Uh, We have some stranger at the door. I'll let him in. Yeah. Let him in, Eric. Uh, We got someone coming up to the window here and Eric's locked into the room. He can't figure it out. Uh, That's something. The children figure out. Yeah, Eric's uh, still at the Children's Museum mentally. And uh, entering the room now, it looks like uh, our good friend Johnny P., Mr. John Pridmore, is back in town already. Yeah, he's here. He looks happy. Johnny P.'s back. All right. <laughs> all right, and that's enough. That's all we can sing without getting sued. Yeah. We don't you, own the rights you to You were seconds away of being sued. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to set up the microphone here for uh-huh. Johnny P. We're going to go to commercial in the meantime. We'll get him a crotch cumber, a fresh one, and uh, he'll yeah, join us for some entertainment. I've got a package of six uh, individually wrapped, cr- wrapped crotch cumbers. For once, FedEx got it right. They got it to your 
address on time, mm-hmm. prompt, and to the right door. Yeah, and so I can pickle them personally. Yes. The, the way it's they're meant to be pickled. So fuck you, FedEx. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> this, uh, this, this episode brought to you by FedEx. <laughs> so we just lost that sponsorship. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, welcome back to the studio here. Yes, thank you for having me back, Shawnee. Absolutely, no problem. Uh, Eric had to uh, take off. We had some considerable technical difficulties here in the studio uh, trying to get four microphones working. Uh, apparently, a Tascam 4x4 and Audacity do not play together nicely. So No, they're not friends. Uh, John and I went and got some Chinese food, which was delicious. Yes, yes. Yeah. Big ups to place we went. Uh, Sesame Garden. Yeah, that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, it basically the Sesame Inn was right down the street from me and they closed their doors and I cried a few sad, salty tears. And, uh, turns out that all the employees of that place opened up a new place that is named almost identically to the Sesame Inn, the Sesame Garden. And it's the same exact menu. And the food was, I would say on par. Yeah, it it was pretty good. I enjoyed myself. So, yeah, that's really exciting for me. Um, My chicken came in a pineapple. That was crazy. John's chicken came in a pineapple, and it also had, like, red uh, peppers in it, right? Yeah, red peppers. Green and red peppers. And, uh, yeah, green and red peppers. And, and there were some pineapple some, chunks. Yeah, pineapple chunks. There was a little bit of onion in it, I think. It was delicious. Let's yes. just put it that way immediately because it was very well made, and I uh, I was very surprised because the place that was there before, dude, you didn't want to go there. No, it wasn't good. No, it was frightening. Like when you walked in, it was so like dingy and dusty in there, first of all. And cause nobody ever went in there and <laughs> all the windows had like this horrible, like fabric over them. So it looked like it was like very seventies looking as though like that's the last time they cleaned in there. And it like, was like, when you walked in, they were way too happy to see a customer come through <laughs> the door. Like they were like, Oh my God, a customer. Oh, Oh, let me, let me help you. Oh. And then they like sit you down and like, like he's like, Oh, can I, can I, sh- can I shine your shoe? What can I do? Uh, here, let me bring you some, t- some green tea. Why don't I, here, do you want a newspaper? And the newspapers from like 1972, like <laughs> pirates won the world series. Um, but like that, yeah, they were just too excited to have a guest and the food. No, yeah. That's always a bad sign. Like when they're like yeah. really happy to see you, that means that like, they don't see people often. Exactly. They're like, oh, it has been 10 years. <laughs> Nobody has walked in to this, these doors. It's fucking frightening. Maybe they were actually just there like guarding a treasure. They never aged. Oh, like, yeah. They were just like. <laughs> That's why they're excited you come in because they steal your youth. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like it's a total front. This store is a total front for magic. <laughs> it's a total front for witchcraft. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll have I'll have the witchcraft, please. <laughs> uh, side like, why is my general so's coming a cauldron? This is weird. <laughs> Did I hear cackling in the back? <laughs> I swear, I feel like there was cackling. Excuse me, waiter. There's some eye of newt in my egg drop soup. Uh, no, there's egg drop soup in my eye of newt. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, never order the egg drop soup and the I have nude at the same time is basically what we're no, saying. No, they look, they look similar. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. look very similar. They do. Um, I think it's because so many places started putting peas and carrots in their eye of nude. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically become the same dish. Yeah. So, you know, but you know, you got to try everything once I say. 
I say try everything like five or six times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got, it's all in the seasoning anyway, really. Just about every experience. Most of life is, yes. Most, in the most of life is in the seasoning. Yeah. You could do it right. You add enough and it's perfect. Or you could do it wrong and nobody wants to do it wrong, right? I mean, that's... Uh, I don't know. I like doing it wrong once or twice. Like out of like the five or six times that I try something, I, I like to try it wrong like once Just or so twice. Just so you know what wrong tastes like or feels like yeah yeah like when i I was learning to drive when i was Mm. learning how to drive a car which i ever i I didn't actually finish i don't know how but um the first (laughs) time i got behind the wheel i was like i should just gun it and see what happens just gun it no 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 and like you're not supposed to do that immediately out of park like you're supposed to you know like especially like if you're in a driveway and there's like a garage at the end of it. oh no yeah no don't do that like mailboxes behind you you can't just like Switch the gear thing around. You're gonna want to ease into it. You're gonna want to ease into it. Oh, it's very important. That's the same way I learned how to have anal sex. Hey, I guess that's a good way to do just about anything, yeah, except for getting in the pool. It. Except getting in the pool. No, then just jump in. You got to jump in, folks. Yeah. Folks, if you're getting slowly into a pool, what are you doing? That, and by the way, that is the exact opposite of anal sex. If you are, folks, mm-hmm. if you are having anal sex, do not just jump right in. No, yeah. You're going to want to do not just kick off your sandals and uh, jump and yell cannonball. No, no. And land and splash your way. Especially if you have cannonballs. If like, there's a splash, you're doing it wrong. You really, really are. Don't. You like don't too much splash. lube maybe or. Yeah. Or I mean just. Or it, not enough. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> it could be. It could be a splash from injury. Yeah. We don't. Injury oh. splashing. Oh. No injury splashing. No injury splashing, folks. I like, mean, this don't is, don't dive in. That area is shallow. This is common sense, I think. Yeah, I think it is, too. Who mm-hmm. are we helping? I'm hoping uh, our only listener gets something out of this. I, you know... Yeah, I I've, don't know how much. I've been hoping that I could teach him how to get fucked in the ass for a while now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, he took this to heart. Okay, yeah. And uh, I do, too. Um, and, uh, I think that's, I'm that's just kidding. He's a nice guy. That's the kind of educational value that we get, uh, out of this, this educational program. Yeah. It's like Sesame street, but with less puppets mm-hmm. or Actually, more puppets. There are puppets in the podcast, but they're all mutes. And, uh, this is entirely audio podcast and so nobody knows they're here. Oh, yeah. That's what that like guy behind me puppets. is. Yeah. That's what that guy behind I me is. I was going to ask because. Mm-hmm. That's some creepy shit. Yeah, he's got these weird dreadlocks that are purple. Yeah. Yeah, and only one eye, and it's a little creepy. Looks like a Jeff Dunham reject. Yeah, and it's not even like he lost the eye. It's like they designed it that way because there's like an X there where the eye should be, just kind of sewn in. Yeah, like they thought they were being cute, but they weren't. Mm, Yeah, just creepy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this hobo outfit it's wearing. But with soccer shorts, I mean, who does that? Uh, not a very good hobo. Yeah, like all hobo, like from the waist up hobo, like raggedy j- jacket, dirty, just holes in it, and then yeah. just soccer shorts on, and then no, yeah, and it's then like hobo did someone boots. steal your ridiculously dirty pair of dickies, like what and the drop fuck are you off wearing? umbros, like what is yeah. what are we looking at? Yeah, like do they even so. sell umbros anymore? Did you have to like fly to the nineties to get those? Yeah, like well. 
what what concerns me most, John, is the uh, the puppeteer that's running him is I someone I don't know. No, yeah, we're not paying. I don't know how he got in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is actually wearing uh, only a soccer jersey and hobo pants. So it's really fucking strange. Yeah, it's I like, and. Let me tell you, they do not wear the same size, so no. we know for a fact that they didn't come. It's not like they swapped. No, these are like completely different, like shorts and hobo pants. Right, it's 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 confounding. I would say it is. And it's like it's it's frightening because he does this even when I'm trying to sleep. Like this guy is around. I wake up in the morning and he's like the mupp the muppet is staring me down, and he's just below my bed, like working it. Working the Muppet. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, working the working Puppet, it. or you work... Okay. Working it. Both working ways. it. Always. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's... Oh, goodness. That's why... That's why I can't watch The Labyrinth. Mm. This Muppet's too sexual. I, you know what? I do appreciate a little sexy in my Muppet. I do appreciate that. You know, I... What was that one Muppet's name? Janet? Janice? Janice, is that what her name was? Yeah. She was, was kind of hot. The hippie Muppet? Yeah, she was like, yeah. she was kind of hot to me. I mean, you know, I, I, I guess it. I guess if I think about it, like, I might be down with Skeeter. Yeah. I don't know. You might have done it? You might have gone that, for that? Dude that throws all the fish. Oh, yeah. The, uh... Lou Zealand. That's his name. Lou Zealand. His name is Lou Zealand? Lou Zealand. The like guy that L-E-W. throws all the fish? Yeah, Lou Zealand. Oh, maybe I'm see. I'm thinking of uh, these uh, Swedish chef. Oh no, yeah, the Swedish chef. He has a name too, but I don't remember what it is. He has like a. It's probably like Florg Jorgesborg. Yeah, like I, rem- I, I think it might have been like a bit where like they couldn't understand what his name was. That might have mm-hmm. been what the thing was. I, I love that guy. I love the Swedish chef so much. I so good, dude. You actually you have Fraggle Rock on DVD. I have every on episode. VHS or something. DVD, I yeah. DVD. Mm-hmm. I, I I saw those sitting there and I was like, hey, <laughs> I remember my childhood. I almost got my parents the entire Muppet Show on DVD, <laughs> dude. It's like two hundred dollars. Are you excited that the Muppets are coming back? Oh, they're coming back to TV. They're coming back. They have a new Muppet Show. Whoa! But it's not like a variety show. It's like. It's like a behind the scenes as they make a TV. It's very meta. Huh. So it's kind of like, uh, what, like a 30 Rock? Isn't 30 Rock kind of like that, behind the scenes? Yeah, it's like 30 Rock, only with puppets instead of, you know, like Tina Fey. 30 Mupp. Muppy Rock. Muppy Rock. Hmm. I like that. I can get behind that. Like like Gonzo seemed very much like, like Rain Wilson in The Office. Like he was going for that character. All right. Like I think they just like recast like all of the Muppets as like popular sitcom characters from the past couple of years and are mm-hmm. having them play them now. Mm-hmm. And, Rol- and Rolf plays the... Uh... Rolf is Norm from Cheers. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> Rolf, Rolf is playing the gym character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, fucks, he just fucks with him, animal or it was the animal you said? Gonzo. Gonzo. He just fucks with Gonzo. Oh my. So this coffee I made you, the way the I don't know if it's just honey, but it seems like if you use honey in your coffee, as you drink it, it's, it gets more and more sweet to the bottom. And then by the time you're done, it's like drinking liquid chocolate. It, it's it's a very it's I've never had honey in my coffee before. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it's pretty good. Yeah? Plays well? Yeah. I think I think that that's that's a new addition to my you know I like my coffee like I like my women like I like my coffee, yeah 
with honey in it. Yeah, no, totally. I knew that about you and your women. Yeah. Um, another thing that people have not tried very much in coffee is real maple syrup. I I don't think I have ever had actual real maple syrup. What? I've only had like, All right, like Mrs. Nope. Buttersworth. Here it is. We're going to do a real maple syrup taste test with oh. John Pridmore. Oh, fun. Oh, neat. I'm just going to say things to kill time. Well, Sean goes and gets real maple syrup. Bum, 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 bum. This is a song about Sean and going and getting real maple syrup. La, la, la. Do, do, do. So... What's up, you guys? How have things been for you? Um, oh, ETA on that syrup. It's it's never coming. The syrup is a lie. <laughs> oh, that was a video game reference, you nerds. I said that was a video game reference, you nerds. I did. That's why I said it. Good. I'm funny. I I hang out with a lot of straight guy comics. I know things about stuff that I don't really care about. Uh <laughs> um, I don't have it. Oh, no. No maple syrup. This is a sad song about no maple syrup. Well, I, I almost feel like we need to go to the store and get some because it's important that you have it. Yes, it's, but I also have to leave this city in like, like 20 minutes. Yeah, less than that, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, we do have to get going here. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll try it. Try get it. Get a bottle of real maple syrup. It's like $10 for a bottle. It's rather I'm, expensive. It, do they have it at Trader Joe's or I'm sure they Trader do. Jack's? Or? I'm sure they do. You can get a small bottle of it, pour a little bit in some coffee and mix it in just the same amount as you would. like. Like I used like two teaspoons of honey in there, so like two teaspoons. And you fire it in there and mix it up. Mm, it is so good. I'm it going, adds another level, another layer. I'm going to drink some coffee with maple syrup in it. And then I'm going to eat a croissant that's covered in cookie butter. That's weird. That what, Was that a, a dude uh, from uh, England who moved to Vermont? That was. That was, right. that was exactly the... Um, he, spent a, he spent a summer in France and then moved to Vermont directly yes. thereafter. No, I get it. It makes perfect sense. I love that. That was just all of the accents. That was all of the accents combined together. That's what it sounds like. If you just do all of the accents all at once. We've been talking about this and it would probably never happen. So it's fine to say it now on the show is we, uh, Eric and I were discussing, it would be funny to have a sketch where aliens come down, right? And they try to communicate, but they mix every accent together on earth (laughs) to one accent. And they're trying to to talk to the people that way. (laughs) Well, see, that's what it would sound like. Like, like you're like, they're trying to be their shape shifting aliens or trying to pretend they're humans. Like, Hello, mate. I'm just a normal guy over here. And it just starts to mix together into every accent at once. So it starts to become like this ridiculous. That voice. would be the, I, I can, I know why you guys didn't do that because that would be the hardest thing in the world to try to do. Like every, yeah. that would, that seems really difficult. Yeah. You just have to change accents on every word or like just try to mash them into one and just oh. like start talking really strangely. But our one character you may uh, have heard wink. If you had ever listened to the fucking podcast, dick uh is uh the, the casadoro brothers is a weird combination of three accents and then it's this guy who's actually there's a local business around here that he sounds like that i like the and so we just the way it. you said this that guy it was like you like 
like for just like a second switched into somebody else doing a Christopher Walken <laughs> walking impression. I'm like this guy is <laughs> this walking guy. into the bar. But like it wasn't bar. it didn't sound like Christopher Walken, but it sounded like someone trying to do a Christopher <laughs> Walken. <laughs> nice. That's my entire <laughs> life. It's me trying to do a Christopher Walken. And failing. Well and just so, fail. <laughs> so as as listeners would know that the guy sounds like Hello. Uh, come on down, uh, Castle Door Brothers. We'll uh, treat you right. And it's like this weird combination of like Italian and Russian and like Eastern European. <laughs> it's this weird fucking, where did this guy come from? And like, you just can't tell where this guy's from when you hear the commercial. He just. It, it sounds like my like landlord from like 12 years ago. If someone was like squeezing his throat. Are you sure you guys aren't just choking my old landlord on the air? I'm not sure that that's not the case. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I will look into. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that, but we got to get you out of yeah, here. Yeah, we need to leave. Um, you're going to miss the last train to Clarksville. Yes. And it's very important that I get there because monkeys. All right. Well, what you need to do then now is just uh, one last thing for me and just tell the listeners if they cast it, they will pod. So, listeners out in listener land, if you cast it, they shall pod. Let me get this clean. Let me get this clean. I don't know if I should say his name, so you might want to take that out. Little Billy. Little Billy. Um, 